Kirk Livingston, welcome to the Illuminati Podcast. How are you doing today? Good, good, good. Excellent. I'm doing well, sir. So, um, so far, how, how's your experience been here in Newport so far? It's been it's been pretty well. Actually, the weather here has been pretty nice, and it's actually been a nice breeze too. It's been a nice breeze, yes, sir. <laughs> we were out there on that golf course yesterday, and it was like the wind was blowing from one direction at us, and then coming at us from the other one. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, how many lobsters last night? Last night, I had six. What? I had six. <laughs> I had six, yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yes, um, so, as part of the defensive line, you lose Bruce Hector, you lose the agent Sanat. What, who, who do you see as stepping up and filling those roles and helping? Because the front four pressure was such a big part of why the defense made such massive improvements last year. Yes, we lost a great group of guys last year with, you know, with 10, with, with Bruce and Mike Love. But we have a bunch of guys here that are ready to step up. We have Greg Reeves. We have Kevin Bronson. We have Kegs. You know, we have myself, um, Jay, Jay Brown, Josh Black. So we, we have guys that can step up and play and also Brandon Boyce as well. So this, when you're playing in the system, the ability to get pressure is like such a big part of what you're, especially in like a three, three, five. And, you know, whether guys are, you know, doing that hybrid thing where they're starting to stand it up on the outside or like sometimes putting a hand down. um, Who, where do you see yourself filling in that role? What, in that defense, where do you think you'll be playing most of the time? I know there's always going to be shifts and changes depending on matchups. Um, One of the ends um, out of the three, three, because okay. um, I'm more of the end that's more more of, with his hand down. Right. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. Uh, in a, when you play face of Georgia Tech, and we've talked about this because you're going to get Georgia Tech this year, yeah. and then next year you'll get Georgia Tech and Navy. Yeah, yeah. Triple option triple option defense. What is that about? And and it's, do you just sort of have to throw out everything else that you do during the rest of the season and change kind of how you prepare? Yeah, um, you have to, everyone really has to do their jobs for those weeks, but it's actually been pretty nice because even since to spring, we've always kind of like incorporated like a couple periods a day to Georgia Tech. So we, so it's not like brand brand new one one to get to the season. Yeah, 2016, you guys had a lot of success against Navy running uh, the five down linemen. Was that kind of what you guys were doing in the spring? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, actually, Coach Coach Strong showed us a bunch of different looks that we'll probably be using uh, against Georgia Tech. Yes, sir. So it, looking toward you know. Georgia Tech, is it just gap gap assignment? You got to stay. You have to stay in your gaps. Yeah, yeah. Just gash Everyone has a certain job, and the thing sometimes is, I think people sometimes try and do their job and another person's job. So that's how you get beat, you know. So you have to just focus on your own job. So maybe as a tackle, you may, may have to take the dive. So every time, even if the back does does have the ball, you have to tackle him, you know. So that's something that you have to work on. So. Kirk, you, let's talk about you as, as a student here at USF. We got a Publix going up on campus. Yeah, uh, we yeah. see all the other things, the, the great growth of the campus. How does that, uh, when you see you're now one of the leaders on this team, they're going to bring recruits to you this yeah. coming year, and you're going to have to host them and things like that. What do you tell these recruits about what it's like to be a, a student athlete at USF and why they should attend? Um, I would say our campus has come a very long way. Um, when I first got there, we had many, many old old dorms, and they knocked them down. Now they, they have different places now called like Beacon, Horizon, uh, like diff, different pla- places like that where about to build a Publix, a burger spot, like different things like that, which is pretty nice, you know. So I think kids will love that. That's awesome. Kids would love that, yes, sir. Kind of you guys won't be able to uh, experience the USF Football Center, but having that foundation set, is it 
would you think it's more important than having an on-campus stadium, especially when you play at an NFL yeah. caliber stadium? Yes, sir. And I think it's, I think we've gotten to that point where we deserve it, actually, because we've been winning a lot. We've been working hard. We've we've actually like deserved it for a very long time now. So I. You know, I'm kind of sad that we won't be able to see it, though. But you know, it'll be nice for the for the future kids to have it. Yeah, so. How many practices did you guys have rained out or stopped because of lightning? Because you don't have somewhere to go indoors and still practice. Many, 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 and we had to stop it and come back. So I think if we had an indoor, we just moved to the indoor and just finished practice. Yes, sir. Uh, what? Have you gone back and, and had a chance to watch the UCF game from last year? and Or do you just sort of, like, block it out and move forward? It's sometimes hard to kind of watch. Like, um, sometimes on Twitter, you know, people post on the kickoff return with Mike Hughes, and, and, and it's kind of like, you're like, man, like, you know, <laughs> like, we were so close, and, you know, it was kind of just grabbed away from us. So it's something that you always kind of play in, play in the back of your mind, you know. You know, because that's definitely not—that's definitely not a feeling that we'd like to have this upcoming year. So, absolutely. Uh, you guys got five votes in the in the poll uh, to yes, to win the division this year. What um, do you think? That's about a fair expectation. I mean, it, clearly the goal is to win to yes, win the sir. division. Yes, that's no question. But yes, um, that sound that sound about right to you? Five out of thirty. I mean, many people would probably like expect us to be second or third. You know. Like, a, like, like, especially since we lost last year and use and use CF one. But you know, that's just fine. We, we have to just go go out to, to work and practice and just play well in each in each of the games. So. There's that good. When you look at the schedule later in the year, you've got Cincinnati and then you get Temple and, and back-to-back weeks on the road. Yeah. It's a tough, it's a really tough road. Environment, yeah, in November. <laughs> are, you thinking, do you, are you thinking about that now, or is it just sort of like that's so far down the road you can't even begin to consider it? Um, I was, I forgot who I was talking to about it yesterday, but I was like, man, it's probably going to be really, really cold. But I was talking to Stretch, and he, he had just told me, you know, that's just something that's just going to have to happen. And you have to set your mind up, you know, that is that is going to be cold and you just can't have that just just affect your play and yeah, stretch and i are both from pa so we both understand <laughs> yeah. it can get a little chilly up yeah. there that time of year yeah, so. um pretty important question the jerseys how do you like them it's <laughs> nice they're really really nice they're nice they're nice and tight nice and tight you know because as a lineman, you know people are grabbing on you they're pulling on your jersey and I feel as if once it's tight, like it's hard to grip and things like that. So it's nice. It's nice. So, like the color scheme and everything. Yeah, yeah. Everything's nice. I'm, I'm actually just waiting to see the white ones. Yeah, I yeah. think the white ones look pretty nice. Yeah. We're hearing some other colors might be coming down the pipe, too, but yeah. uh, we'll get into that later. Kirk, thanks so much for the time, and uh, enjoy appreciate your time here in, uh, in, in Newport. Yes, thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Tyree McCants, welcome to the Illuminati Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Fred Bolitnikoff Award comes out. There's 50 names on it, and you're not one of them. How mad are you when you see that? Um, I'm not necessarily mad. I just, I'm just going to use it as um, uh, motivation. Um, just, you know, just go out this season, have one of the best seasons I've ever had. You know, just, just to show my talents and then show, you know, that I'm going to say, say belong, but just, it's, just, it's just motivation. I'm using going into the season. We, I mean, I think we're more bad, mad about it than you were because what we saw, and, and I think part of it is also, too, that people get lost in the stats, but you are a complete receiver, and I think that's what people miss is that you are 
we think, the best blocking wide receiver we've ever seen at USF in 20 years of the history of the program. Um, you're somebody that's versatile. You can do things out of the backfield, all that kind of stuff. Is that sort of what your mentality is? Is like, I'll do whatever. doesn't matter who the role is. That's where I want to be. I think, yeah, that's my mentality going in. Um, just doing whatever's best for the team, doing whatever, you know, the coaches ask me to do, you know, my teammates ask me to do. It's just... Just trying to find a way to win, trying to find a way to compete, and um, I just take pride in whatever I'm asked to do. Just do it whether I be blocking, you know, running the ball, catching the ball, whatever it is. Just trying to do it to the best of my ability and just help us win. So, so you guys, you guys have lost uh, Rodney Adams and MVS in the last two years. Game changing speed. Where do you see? Is there someone in that receiving room that has speed like that? That can kind of stretch the field as much as they did? Um, I think for the most part, all of our receivers are, you know, fast. We Even with them here, we always talked about, um, especially like D'Lo, he always talked about, oh, I can run with you, I can do this. Um, Jannard Phillips, I, oh, don't sleep on me too. So it's like there's a, there's a lot of guys that in our room that, you know, maybe not have showcased their speed yet. But there's a lot of guys in that room that are fast. Um, even me, I kind of uh, mess around with them too, me being a bigger receiver. But um, it's just there's a lot of speed just on the team, period, that um, just hasn't had really a time to, like, showcase that speed. But, like, we see it all the time with, like, conditioning and, and summer drills and practice. But there's it's a lot of people that you'll see this year that – I can run just with um, Rodney and uh, Valdez. We talk about this all the time. Like the, the thing that Florida has more than anywhere, just athletes with speed all over the place. And, and so you've got so many different playmakers on the field. What would you like to see the offense do to, to sort of cater to that playmaking ability that, that we have? You know, you've got guys like Salomon that, you know, came out as one of the, you know, top recruits that USF has ever landed. Um, guys that can really make plays in a lot of different spaces. What, what, can, what can the offense do to get more of them involved? Um, I guess just just this, especially this camp, just see what we like. I just see what, like go with what we have. Um, not trying to not try to do what we did last year. Not trying to like replace the players last year. Just go with what's comfortable with everybody, what works for everybody, and just making it make sure everybody on offense is comfortable. Make sure everybody uh, fits the system, and um, you know not trying to try not trying to do what we did last year. You know we lost uh, everybody also, but we lost Quinn. It's like we're not trying to like replace Quinn. We're just trying to go with what we have and just um, stay in the system that we have now. So around campus, we see, I mean, we come back, we see a totally different campus. We've got the Publix going up, Burger Fi's coming in, all the different things that are happening around campus. Um, is there a, sort of a different feel and vibe around, like as a, just as a student, not even as an athlete, um, does it feel like a little bit of a different campus than when you first got here? It feels a lot different. I remember when I first got here, uh, living in uh, Juniper Popper Hall and traveling to the um, Athletic Center, you see, you didn't really see a lot of people. Like you see, everybody was just trying to go to class and get off campus. Mm-hmm. So it was more of that. Like now it's, like it's more of a family environment you see a lot more people talking like a lot of athletes talking to you know just the common student and students coming up to you and like everybody it's like a big family environment and, you know we got the publics burger we got the new dorms so it's just i feel like the the university itself is just growing and that's just something good that i didn't see you know five years ago when i first came it's just everybody's growing everybody's coming closer together so that's something that's good to see We'll leave you out of the quarterback debate because that's going to get settled on the field. But uh, for a lot of these fans, you're in practice every day. You see guys like Jordan McLeod and, and those running backs. Um, you know, you, you, you lose the depth that USF had last year, but it just seems like they've really replaced that. What can we expect out of these running backs that we're going to see next season? Um, explosive. These, these backs are really, really explosive. Long. You know, we had some good backs in the past years, but seeing them in spring and seeing them work in the offseason, they're really, really explosive. They're really talented. They're really, you know, good, good backs. 
quarterbacks. Um, they're good with their hands, out of the backfield, blocking, all of that. It's just something that I think this year is going to, uh, a lot of people are going to be surprised in what we have. Uh, so, USF Football Center is a huge thing they're pushing for. It. Uh, as a recruit, would you rather have the football center or an on campus stadium? Um, tough one. It's a tough one. <laughs> um, I would rather have an on campus stadium. I think, um, I, you know, it's Florida. You know, you're never gonna really get out of like the heat and all that. But I think um, I've talked to like a lot of students, a lot of like um, people off campus. They say the hardest thing for them is to is to travel all the way to like Ray J on game day. So I think bringing an on campus stadium that would just it just benefit everybody. Um, it'll be closer to everybody. Everybody can come. Um, let's say if somebody has work, they won't have to get off work, drive, you know, through that traffic, through the downtown traffic. I think that's something that. Um, I think that's something like the on-campus stadium would benefit better than, you know, like an indoor facility or something like that. But in the indoor facility, you get like a PlayStation 4 in your locker and like all the all the new fancy bells and whistles <laughs> that they're coming out now with all of these facilities. That's really interesting. They, I, for most of the people that we talk to, they, they kind of go the other way. But that's, uh, that's fantastic. So you're thinking more about the student body as a whole. Yeah, I'm thinking cool. more of, you know, student body, getting them. Because without, without them, you know, the program, you know, is never going to, you're never going to grow. So, I mean, um, and I think with the on-campus stadium bringing you know the program better that will eventually you know get the indoor facility so um i think i think i think for me personally the, uh, the on-campus stadium that's been more talked about than an indoor facility so i think that's like kind of like where the team is we we rather you know get the get the population get a student body getting you know alumni getting them to come you know actually back to the campus instead of you know like ray j like getting them back to like the campus and support the uh, program two things and I'll let you get out of here. Um, you sort of had one of the defining plays of last season holistically in college football where you drag a man. I mean, he's a man. And you just <laughs> drag him into the end zone. Um, what kind of national feedback did you get from that? Did, was it just your mentions just blows up or how, just how did... How did that just blowing up, um, being tagged, and there's so many like, especially on Instagram, there were so many like accounts that I didn't know, like football accounts, and like um, just like they they mentioned me, and then there was some of my, um, I guess some some of my followers they would tag me in it, and uh, like I'll, I'll read the comments, be like, oh, who is that girl? Who is that guy? And they would like tag me. So and, um, it, it's good, it's good attention, but I think it's also good attention just for more than just me. It's more like um, just for the program, uh, myself and UCF actually. Um, you know, you know, within the plays, like our both teams are getting exposure. And uh, I was reading the comment uh, comments, and um, people were like, "Oh, but what conference are they in?" So they were talking about the American conference. They were talking about both teams, and so I think it was just good for everybody involved, um, more than just myself. So, and uh, you know, I know you're going to want to take a shot at the next level, and deservedly so. But if, if it doesn't, if football eventually doesn't peter out, uh, what would you want to do? What's um, your hurdle? I want to be um, like a, a counselor for uh, younger kids. Um, growing up in high school, a lot of people like talk to me like about problems and stuff. So like I, I kind of like fell into that role. I kind of like helping people. So um, and not just kids, but like it can be adults, younger, young teens, something like that. I just want to just be in a position just to help people out, um, whether that be on the field, off the field, whatever they, whatever it may be. Just I just want to be somebody to help somebody uh, get through life. So. Awesome. Perfect. Good. Awesome. Eric Mays, welcome to the Balluminati podcast. Glad to be here. <laughs> um, as a part of this offensive line, 
what, as a leader on this offensive line, what can we expect this year? Are, are we going to see more of a, a continue that power run-heavy system that we saw from last season and, and continue to try and build out that, that offensive philosophy? What you're going to see this year is a lot, of, a lot of run to build up for the pass, and um, we're really going to want to keep the ball on the ground. So our running backs, we want to see, continue to see our running backs rush 100 yards a game. That's one thing we pride ourselves on is for our backs to get them 100 yards and the quarterbacks to throw it deep when we need it to be there. So setting up um, um, pass off run. Uh, with the, the change in the lineup, and you guys have shifted some guys around in positions, for, for where do you feel most comfortable and in in which role is, works the best for you? And how does that five coming together? Because you guys have, I mean, most of you were there last year, so how does that uh, how does that blonding come together? It'll come together well. Uh, it don't matter what. I can play left or right. I started out with the right side when I first when I transitioned over first. I was a right tackle. Uh, I moved over to the left, started out 12 at left. It don't matter. I can play anywhere. We all can play anywhere. Marcus Norman can play left, right. It don't matter. Billy can play left, right. He can play guard. He can play left guard. So I feel like we all are versatile, so I feel like it can go anywhere. You have to replace Cam Ruff, a Remington Award candidate. Um, you saw it in the first two games last year. The offensive line didn't gel with him not at center. How are you guys going to replace his leadership? Uh, it's going to be tough, but we got a guy named Michael Wiggs, and I've been watching him throughout the whole spring, throughout the whole workouts, and he's always extra in film. He always he always prides himself on getting better. That's a, he's a tough look young kid, and right now the way he know all the plays, he get all the calls down. So I watched all the little things he do. So I see that he's really trying to come along well. So I, I think we can and we can roll with Michael Williams. You you missed a uh, large chunk of spring. How are you feeling now? I'm feeling great. Uh, rehabbed every day. Uh, it's probably the best I felt since I, I didn't feel this good since the season so this is probably the best I ever felt my knee feel real, real better so I'm glad that I'm in the shape I am in now yeah, you, you came into USF as a pretty highly retreated, uh, touted defense alignment when you make that transition what was that conversation like with Coach Tagger? Um, I was on the, I was on a uh, field one day and um, Coach T walked up to me and asked me can I, can, do y'all think I do this to the uh, play tackle so I'm like nah coach I can't play tackle <laughs> and uh, he said alright come see me in my office later so I went to his office and he showed me some film some film and he, he showed me three plays he said I want you to do these three plays for me I was like alright coach but I really don't want to do it but I'm like alright I'm going to do it and when I did it I actually fell in love but I'm like dang this, this seems pretty cool so ever since then he had me in his office every day me and coach T just sitting in his office every day we're going over plays going over plays so coach T made me like learn all the plays within a certain amount of time and it was that I told him I don't want to play defense anymore I don't want to stick the offense and he had a big smile on his face with his lollipop and I'll never forget that day so. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, we've heard that uh, defensive linemen try are different don't necessarily are trying to avoid contact but then the offensive guys really are trying to attack and do, 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 contact is that just part of your game do, do you feel like you oh, really yeah. just want to hit people more contact is part of the game all offensive linemen should pride themselves on being a physical nasty guy you should not avoid contact ever there's not on one play you should, there should never be a play that you avoid contact on as an offensive lineman you should always want to put your hands on somebody to touch somebody uh, how many lobsters last night uh, stopped at five. Quitter. Yeah, I couldn't. I, couldn't, I won. Kurt got to six. He Kurt, said. Yeah, I, I tried to, but 
I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Couldn't <laughs> Rolling do it. you out of here. So we've talked about with all the other guys about some of the things that are happening on campus right now. It's you know Publix, BurgerFi. From when we went to school, it's just grown up. So like tremendously, it's going vertical. Uh, what? How does that change the atmosphere on campus every day? What What do you see that's different than when you first got here? Uh, what I see that's different is like a lot of a lot of us. A lot of the football players interacting with more students. When I first came here, we used to all be together, like as like we wouldn't we wouldn't really branch out as much. Mm-hmm. Now that they adding all the different spots, there's a lot of kids going to different areas to go see different people. So I like how they got the new the new dorms because that make us like we branching out to different people playing ping pong downstairs with other kids. Okay. So it's like we meet and talk to new people. Like I like it. I, I really like how they're doing that. New community atmosphere. Yeah, That's new really community cool. Atmosphere. I, like, I, love I like it. Um, if uh, football. You know, and everybody wants to take their shot and, and try and get to the next to the league. But if, if that doesn't work out, what do you want to do? What's your career goal? Where do you want to be? If football doesn't work out, I always told myself that I want to be I want to be something that give me a thrill. So I think like joining the SWAT force. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. So I want to do something that'll give me like a thrill. So I want to pursue that route. Gotcha. What's your major? Oh, criminology. I already, I already got. I already got my degree. Oh, okay. So yeah. what are you? What are you doing now? Um, right, like ballroom dancing or something? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I'm back in to get uh, my communication degree. Okay. I wanted to do uh, uh, my major, get a, uh, my, my, yeah, my master's in um, cybercrime. Okay. Oh, wow. But uh, it was too late to sign up for the course. So I was kind of bummed by that, but I'm going to just post back and get a communication degree. That's fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Eric, thanks for the time, man. Welcome yes, sir. Right. Enjoy it. Thank thanks, Eric. Thanks. Ronnie Hoggins, welcome to the Balloonati Podcast. I'm glad to be here. You've made the switch to nickel from Corner. What What's the differences and how's that transition going for you? Uh, the transition was well. I mean, I like in the nickel you get more action, so you're more of a tackler and a coverer. So I think most offenses put their best guys in the slot, and I think that's what we did put our best guy in the slot. You see the USF, the, the weapons that they have on offense more as much as anyone when you're covering it on the other side. What part of this offense uh, should defenses fear the most? What, uh, you know, position grouping, what, uh, you know, what players, what do you see as the most threatening thing for the USF offense for the upcoming year? Um, our, our receiving core. I mean, most of that core comes back. We lose one guy. Uh, on that receiving point, most of those guys come back in the tempo that they go at. I mean, that's a fast-paced offense. Uh, Coach Gilbert wants to get get on the ball, go fast, and that's that's what kills other defenses. Now you saw both quarterbacks in the spring. What do each of them do well, Brett Keene and Chris Oladukin? What do they do well that makes it hard for defenses? Uh, I think both of them are unique quarterbacks. I mean, uh, Chris, he's a he's a he's a young guy, but he runs well. Uh, Brett makes good decisions in the pocket. So each of them does a uh, few things well, and I think uh, it's, uh, in fall camp it'll be a good uh, showing. Yeah, you just thrown in a wrench with Blake Barnett. How's he transitioned and how's he uh, done with uh, becoming a member of the team? Uh, I feel like Blake has matched our standard. He has came in and, and worked hard, and it'll be interesting to see him get out on the grass and make some plays too. As you saw it last year with Dietrich. Uh, the outside corners, you don't, you and him don't move inside unless the outside corners are doing their job. Uh-huh. So, what can you say about what Mazzy Wilkins, Mike Hampton, Natron Colfer? What are those young guys? You know, Mazzy being a senior now, uh-huh. step up and let you be in the best spot to uh, help the team. Um, those guys, I feel like those guys, they had a good, they had a very, very great spring. Those guys, I feel like um, we're going to be really good. 
in the DB room. So, I mean, Hamp stepping up, he's going to be a big part of our defense this year. Maggi as well coming back, having a good season last year. And then j deep and then Natron deep. So, we'll be good in the men and the who had a uh, freshman or younger underclassman? Who has impressed you so far? Oh, well, right now we've we just been running. So, I mean, I really don't make my decisions until we get in here. I can't I can't judge a playoff, what he does in T-shirt and pants. So, I mean, fall camp is approaching fast. So, uh, in, the, in the next couple of weeks, we'll figure out which one of those young guys will be on the grass with us. Come, How do you uh, like the jerseys? I like them a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I like really? them a lot. Yeah, okay. man, I think that gold brings out our helmets more. I think we're going to be out there styling, man, and have a new Adidas gear. I like it. Have you guys gotten all your gear yet? Have they given you all the stuff, that, all the new Adidas stuff? Well, we usually get our gear before camp. So in this next week, camp starts on the third. Well, we'll report on, we report on the second. So we'll probably get all that stuff on the second and, and be decked out in gear. Come practice on the third. <laughs> Poor Jeremy. Guys are probably bugging him already trying to get Yeah, stuff. Man, everybody <laughs> want them free strikes, man. <laughs> so right, if uh, football-wise, football if uh, everybody wants to take their shot in the league, but if it doesn't quite get there, what do you want to do? What's your long-term career goal away from football? Um, um, I always wanted to get into construction. I had a hard hat on my whole life, so why really? not keep one on? <laughs> so, oh, construction would be something I get into. That was a joke. <laughs> I, it just got there a little late. A little, yeah, it's still early. Um, so construction, interesting. Have you done any work in that before in previous? No, I mean, I feel like it's a, it's a good uh, business to get into. Plus, there's a lot of money there where you can hook up with the right people. So, I mean, it's, it's an interesting career to get into, I feel like. So what's your major? Communication. Okay. Awesome. All right. So, uh, okay. One more. Um, Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Yep. How how does your defense line up? Uh, how what what, you, what would your role be against the triple option? Uh, play discipline football. I mean, Georgia Tech is a very very uh, good team, and we've seen them in Navy. Uh, we played Navy two mm-hmm. years ago twice. So I mean, they run a similar offense. They just Georgia Tech. I feel has better athletes. I feel like we'll be ready up for the challenge. But first, we have to have, handle Elon. But um, Georgia Tech is a very very good team, and we just have to play discipline football with them. Yeah, Elon's no slouch. You know, they're preseason 17th in the FCS. Correct. What have you guys seen on film? Have you watched much film of them yet? Uh, no, not yet. But they, they're, they're a team we're not sleeping on. We're, we will be ready to play Elon come uh, September 1st, and a team that we will respect when we get on the grass with them. After what happened with Stony Brook last year, got a little, a little bit closer than I think you guys were looking for last year. So uh, I can see why you're thinking about it now. I mean, I, I don't think uh, closer than we thought. Just thought we thought that they were the team that we thought they were on film. Really? Yeah, they're okay. very. Well, I mean, we respect every ball club we play and they, they were a very very good ball club all right great thanks all right. i appreciate, appreciate it ronnie no problem see you out there all right